Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. I'm MC Lobsher. Thank you so much for spending your most valuable resource, your time. Once again with me on the show, I've got a fantastic guest joining me today, Ron Parisi. Uh, he is the CPA on fire. Ron, I appreciate you joining me on the show today. Hey, good day. Wonderful to be here. Real excited. Love, uh, love your podcast, MC. So really happy to be here for, uh, for your guests and for you. Awesome. Now, for folks not familiar with you and what you do, can you please share a little bit about yourself and background with them? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the managing member of CPA on Fire. So CPA on Fire, we help some of today's top online entrepreneurs uh, acting as what we term their virtual CFO. So helping them with their financial operations uh, and systems within their uh, company and really allowing them, the entrepreneur themselves, to really work at their highest level, what I term their genius level. Uh, a little by, about my about me is, you know, uh, generally a traditional CPA. I came up uh, CPA. I also have my law degree uh, in taxation, and worked for a big four accounting firm. Fell into sort of corporate America, and for the last uh, seven years, been really focused on the online entrepreneur and helping them, and uh, really uh, have a unique perspective. Uh, over the last seven years, just watching and seeing my clients grow and be successful. Yeah, we definitely live in some interesting times, right? Especially online and the folks that that saw this trend and capitalized on this trend uh, really uh, accelerated everything that they're doing inside of their businesses and so, so forth. What are you seeing out there with regards to um, online businesses, the way that entrepreneurs make money and how this is changing because we are, you know, we're now basically putting uh, a very heavy foot on the gas pedal as it, as we drive into the fourth industrial revolution. We're amidst the great reset and all of these other fun things uh, that we're living <laughs> into. What are some of the things that you're seeing? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I live in two worlds, you know, one of, uh, you know, talking with friends and, and colleagues, uh, you know, and, and some people have a negative outlook. Obviously, the virus has taken out a lot of small businesses, a lot of the brick and mortar we've seen uh, go by the wayside. The ones that have, have lasted through, uh, you know, maybe aren't operating at their, their highest level. Uh, we see potentially inflation on the horizon. We see monster global debt, uh, you know, potentially monetary systems changing. And, you know, it's it's got people, uh, you know, with somewhat of a negative mindset. And then I have my clients, right? And, and my horizon of what's happening on the online space and just the massive opportunity uh, to build a business and to be successful um, worldwide. I mean, the millions of people that are coming online uh, worldwide are insane. Our ability to leverage our own talents without necessarily full-time employees, uh, being able to tap into folks in the gig economy, 
And then the big sort of untapped resource at this point, but we know it's coming down the pipe, and that's artificial intelligence and what that can do for a small entrepreneur wanting to reach millions. Uh, and again, you know, over the last seven years, uh, you know, people, I know people have been online space and for 25, but just in the last seven that I've seen, unbelievable uh, amount of opportunity uh, witness as far as growth with my clients. And um, the the short period of time, I think that's the big, the most amazing thing. I mean, we're not talking like five to ten years to start a to start a business and be ultimately successful, seven eight figures. We're talking like two years, you know, a year, fifteen, you know, eighteen months. I mean, it's uh, it's really opened my eyes. Uh, you know, I came into this you know as an old school guy, and uh, it's opened my eyes to uh, to what is possible out there. Yeah, I feel like it's almost in 2020, uh, we accelerated and fast forwarded 10 years into the future. You know, so what what would have happened eventually happened, but it happened with <laughs> just like this. You know, most of the things would have gone online anyway. Uh, a lot of the, the businesses that were, that were struggling in 2020 would have struggled 10 years from now. They would have had to adapt anyway. Obviously, they were forced to adapt or uh, they disappeared basically overnight, but folks that that positioned themselves already saw where where everything was going and build their businesses for the future. I mean, like you said, it, it the amount uh, of wealth that, that was transferred in 2020 and in 2021 uh, is just staggering. And uh, you know, I keep on saying that this is only going to accelerate at a much uh, higher velocity, and folks are looking at me like, "How is that even possible?" I said, "It, it, it this is this. There's crazy things happening, Roy." I was to say, you watch. I mean, I love, I love the concept that uh, you know. I think the first stage, we were all trying to get a bigger piece of the pie, and then we sort of were like, "Oh, okay." Let's make the pie bigger, you know, with the online economy. And now, you know, I see the future as like this pie making machine. I mean, uh, Peter Diamantis said this, uh, but it really is. I mean, like we talked about, like I just said, I mean, just the uh, people's uh, habits now, uh, where they go and to seek goods and services, um, it's all online. And, uh, you know, the stats for the e-commerce over the last two years is just insane. And, and it, is just, it shows no sign of slowing down. So uh, tremendous opportunity. And for folks that think they missed the boat on this, I keep say, telling them, you look at the percentage that of uh, online sales that is, is still the retail sales right now in 2021, it's something like 13.6% still. Uh, even with massive growth and folks go, did I miss the boat on this online business thing and, and online sales? And I'm like, it, it hasn't even started yet. So um, don't be discouraged or depressed or feel down. It's like, no, 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 this, the, this rocket ship is about to take off. Uh, it's not gone yet. No, not at all. And, and two, like, let's not just think about hard goods, right? E-commerce. I mean, what, what I've seen is you pick any profession, any, uh, and people have created a product around it. Um, it's amazing to me. It's, um, you know, whether you look at uh, nursing 
or uh, being a lawyer, you know, people have created products around these skill sets that have been tremendously successful. So it's not just like, oh, I need to, you know, think of a product that's going to be super successful. It's what they're doing every day and how they can leverage their skill sets on a, on a, an enormous basis. Uh, so it's pretty it's pretty exciting from my from my perspective. So. Yeah, time condensing and collapsing time for people. You know, I feel like, um, and that's why I always start the show by thanking folks for spending the most valuable resource, which is their time with us. And if you see what, you know, I'm just looking at what some of the folks are doing online that are absolutely just crushing it right now. A lot of it is collapsing time for folks. So uh, can you figure out how to do anything that you want to do online? Yeah, there's enough information. <laughs> there's there's more than enough information out there, but how long is it going to take you? Do you have a week, two, three, four, five, six weeks to research everything that you need to know about a certain topic, or can you pl- you buy a product for a, a, a online product from someone that p- packages everything together for you in thirty to forty five minutes? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And two, I, I think that, you know, this goes to like, you know, the baseball analogy, everybody's looking for, you know, grand slam home runs, but man, uh, you know, where I've seen the most success is niche, niche down, niche down, create, create your product, get really good at your systems and then expand, expand. Um, you know, everybody's looking for, like you say, oh, did I miss the boat because X, Y, and Z exist? No, there's there's X, Y, and Z. The behemoths aren't doing the niches necessarily. Like there's opportunity to start very small, be successful, and then grow from there. Um, and I, you know, I, I can't I can't uh, say that again. You know, from my unique standpoint, uh, being able to see the real numbers behind a, these online entrepreneurs and watching them grow, and it's uh, they're it's very formulaic. And uh, yes, you have to be creative and you have to be knowledgeable, but uh, it's out there for you. Yeah, absolutely. Now uh, let's dive into uh, CPA on fire and the formula that you teach to a lot of uh, entrepreneurs out there um, with regards to the systems and, and, and structures that you guys um, help them set in place as well. Yeah. Thanks. MC. Yeah. So, you know, again, we are uh, virtual C- uh, virtual uh, CFO to online entrepreneurs, right? So we have uh, a relatively narrow space um, and we usually catch people who are established and are looking to scale. And, you know, as you grow your business, there's just certain obstacles, right? Certain things that you need to be intentional. You need to be not not to react. You need to uh, be intentional about going out there and doing. And the first thing is, you know, uh, one is, you have to, you know, sort of control your own destiny, right? You have to, you know, think about your strategy, what's your business plan. Uh, two is uh, no one else is going to do it for you, right? So you have to understand what you, you're you bringing to the table. And then I'm a big believer in parsing everything else out, right? You don't need to figure out how Facebook works. You don't need, you know, there's people to help you, but you need to create the best product and continue to to uh, you know, develop a better and better product every day. So what we do at CPA and Fire, all your regulatory, your tax, your bookkeeping, that whole financial operations where a company has a controller or a CFO, we take that off the entrepreneur's plate. And they're, you know, I want them working 95% in that genius zone, okay? And then the last piece is just to really build 
class A operations and systems, right? So, I mean, you need to have systems in place. Right? Uh, I always, you know, with my clients, it's all about Starbucks. You walk in, man, everybody knows what they're doing. You need to take that and internalize it into your own business. You need to have systems, how you market, how you get prospects, how you uh, take those prospects, convert them into uh, clients, and then how do you service those clients? Uh, all of that needs to be systematized and understood and optimized, you know, and, and continually to improve. And again, that's like, you know, know what you're good at and then sort of, in a, you know, hire out everybody else that help you achieve those goals. So, yeah, because that's kind of brings uh, brings up a great point where folks start. Let's just say they start their businesses; they're getting traction, uh, they're having some success. But they're, um, I mean, they're the lead singer, lead guitarist, uh, bass a bass player, and the drum drum player at the same time in the beginning, right? At what stage, you know, what level? Of, of revenue or what stage would you recommend folks start to sit down, take a step back and say, okay, if I'm going to go to the next level or increase, increase my income or grow my business, um, I'm, I'm going to have to do something else. And I'm going to have to basically bring in a team of professionals in different parts that I need to, as you mentioned, focus and stay in your zone of genius. Yeah. Yeah, I don't look necessarily like a dollar revenue per se. I just think that when you're when you're just topped out on time, and you're like you said, you're you're the lead, the you know, uh, singer, and you're cleaning up afterwards, uh, and you know, right? I mean, the the thing I focus on is you have to have forecast, you have to have budgets, right? Sounds boring. I know nobody wants to do it. Everybody wants to be on the marketing side, and what's the latest thing on Instagram? But you really need good financial uh you know predictions and you good you need good financial bookkeeping uh so when you when you really get to the point where you have no more time and you're onto something special and i don't you know i don't care if that's you know uh five figures six figures seven figures somewhere in there uh you know when you know you're ready to scale your business that's when you need to get the team of professionals in in place and i think that like what I what I've seen the last two years uh, is my clients have been really successful. Okay, they were online. I get I grant that, but through the virus, they they knew their numbers, right? They knew their predicted cash flow. They knew they could take a twenty five percent hit top line and still be successful. But okay, we we need to curtail. So a lot of what I just did in the last two years with my clients is really okay. This is the world where we exist today with the numbers, knowing what the numbers were going to be, how do we make the, the best business decisions possible? And I think you saw what happened was a lot of people who didn't know their numbers weren't able to react, uh, unfortunately, you know, took a big step back. And the folks that did and were able to react as, you know, very quickly were rewarded. So uh, big, you know, uh, unsexy topic, but man, uh, knowing your numbers, uh, knowing you know how you make money, what you're expected to bring in the next 12 months is super important. Making those vital business decisions. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, it's uh, it, you know it's it's the unsexy stuff, and it's the same thing with wealth strategies and and crafting and building a holistic, personalized, and customized wealth strategy. It's not the cocktail party conversation, the exciting stuff that eventually is the main 
key driver of success. It's all the unsexy things. So all the things below the iceberg, right? Um, that essentially is the main the main thing that 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 keeps us going. And business owners, I mean, you go through certain stages too, right? And maybe you can comment on that too. But essentially, you start out as a salesperson. You're marketing and selling, and you're out there. And eventually, you need to step into a managerial role and go from a sales person uh, or a marketer to a manager, which is a completely different skill set, different view. And you need to know your numbers, as you mentioned there. Uh, and then eventually, you need to progress and step into a CEO owner uh, uh, owner type of role. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that tra transition too, and just how important these things are for, just in the evolution of a of a entrepreneur going through those phases. Sure, I think you know, just listening to your comments uh, brought a smile to my face. I mean, it's one thing to sort of jump off the uh, the entrepreneurial journey, and I feel like people make that decision. That decision's easier than letting go when they have something successful. Letting go of the things they do that brought them that success, right? Um, and when, like you said, you know, you have a certain skill set, and you sort of start to need to uh, let go of certain, you know, day-to-day -day activities that just bring you comfort. If if I keep doing these. If I keep doing these, it's, it's I'm going to continue to success. You need to let those go. If you want to go from six to seven figures, right? Like what got you there in the first place is probably not going to get you to the second level, right? Um, and also too, you know, some of the difficult decisions that we have to talk about is, you know, some of your personnel, you know, the personnel to really scale a business, uh, you know, you may have the mindset, but some of your, you know, team members may not. And the swapping out and, and getting better, uh, higher, you know, level thinkers on your team is extremely important. So those two uh, sort of points, I find that the entrepreneur really has really struggles with. And that's one, letting go of the day-to-day -day activities that brought them success. And then two is, you know, people that have been there for the last, you know, two years, maybe they're not the right people to make the next the next leap forward. So those are two two big areas that you know entrepreneurial uh, grit is is necessary. So yeah, and I would say uh, especially right now, make the hard decisions when you have control over them. You know, do not postpone uh, the hard decisions because eventually you will lose control over it, and you're you know you you're going to be pushed one way or the other way, right? Yeah, it's I mean, that's a brilliant statement. I mean, you know, you you got to control it. You don't want to be the cork in the river, you know, needing to make certain decisions when the times get hard. You got to have, you know, again, intentionality is, is super important strategy, um, you know, forward-looking forecasts. And again, you know, like you said, uh, underneath the iceberg, but these are the, these are the things that are going to be super important for you to be successful. What are some of the... Uh uh, things that you're seeing with your most successful clients uh, that they're doing inside of their businesses um, and some of the, maybe some of the other things that, that they're doing uh, inside of the industries that you, you could share with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, you know, again, yeah, 
you know, spending the majority of your time on your product or service, right? Even if you're providing services, it's a product at the end of the day. And, you know, that's for me, for me, you know, that's, that's the, the number one step, right? Is really, is really understanding how important that is. It's not, it's not how you market it necessarily. It's, it's having a product that, you know, is tested, understood, and, and people want it. Um, and then, you know, so that, that's number one is, you know, how is it done, right? It's done through the product or service. The next biggest thing is, is, is mindset. And I know, you know, that's uh, a lot of people talk about mindset, but damn, is that true? Um, and it's the mindset uh, of next, what I call the next mindset. It's whatever setback you may have today, what's next? Whatever setback you have tomorrow, what's next? It's the ability just to understand that you have a mission and you need to, you know, there's going to be an entrepreneur, there's going to be some headwinds as an entrepreneur and being able to uh, just focus on the next, the next, the next is super important. Um, and then the last, or the second to last thing is just the systems again. Yeah, I keep on reiterating this. It's the systems that they, the folks kind of trust, they build, they trust. And it's the, the huge, a huge differentiating factor between successful entrepreneurs and not. Um, but you know, the things that I've seen, you know, my clients is the the digital marketing companies have really uh, people are uh, being influenced. Their buying decisions are being influenced in all sorts of ways. I mean, we receive so many messages every day, uh, and the ability, you know. Uh, some of my more successful companies have been in the digital marketing space and uh, man, those again, you know, it comes down to product, but man, those guys are uh, absolutely crushing it uh, in that space. And just, and it's not just, Hey, I'm going to uh, learn how to use, you know, these different marketing tools. It's getting down to um, booking certain contract, certain specialty contractors, you know, I'm helping them uh, develop leads uh, again, you know, back to, you know, I'm a, an attorney, uh, and I'm going to show other attorneys how to compress their time, how to compress that learning curve. Um, so those are the, the, the big areas and, uh, you know, always e-commerce, you know, we do a decent number of e-commerce and, and the coaches, uh, business coaches. So, uh, those guys have all done well in the last couple of years. So, yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, like, like we've, we've said before, it's only, it's only going to accelerate as more and more people are being forced online. So uh, if you're already there, great. But if you're not there, then, you know, you, you definitely have not missed out on this and especially where, where everything's going. Um, You know, it's, I can't see, you know, I still see some of the mindsets out there. Maybe this will, this will all go back to normal and back to 2019. It's not, it's over. It's, the, the, the ship has sailed. So um, the mindset, as you mentioned, is important in a time of uncertainty, in a time of great change, in a time where you're going to have to be comfortable being uncomfortable because there's going to be so many things happening um, in the economy, in the world out there, and then especially in the business world, right? And it's the folks that are durable that have that mindset, almost like that renegade mindset um, that will continue to can you continue to plug forward because not everything's going to work? Yeah, I think the you know the other piece I would say is is that keep yourself abreast of the big 
of the big moving factors, you know, you cover it in your podcast, uh, you know, crypto, blockchain, AI, this is going to affect us all, right? So spend your time, uh, a lot certain time every week to watch these big factors because, you know, you, they're going to come and they're going to affect your business and you need to be aware of them. And you, it's not, it's not necessarily, oh, in three years, I got to be ready for X. It's low incremental changes as we get to that inflection point of AI, of some type of nanotechnology for e-commerce. Right? So like, um, I, again, press upon people not only to work in their business, but to see the other factors outside that really could have a, a real big impact on what, what they're doing. Yeah, it's, and it's one of the things of, of, you know, what folks can do to, and I'm just thinking of, uh, if you're listening to this and you're a real estate investor or just an investor in general, um, and you're, or you're a business owner, I mean, look at where the puck is going and try and figure out also how you can start to add elements in your business that eventually will, uh, will end up being where everybody's going. An example is, you know, in 2024, 15, uh, doing online consulting was not easy, <laughs> especially in the, in the niches that we're at. It was not easy, but we knew that is wh where it was going. You know, folks were asking me, so you're consulting with folks on, you know, it was Skype back then. It was prior to, to the Zoom stuff. I said, well, that is essentially eventually what everybody's going to do. <laughs> They're going to consult and have conversations online through Skype, again, this is before Zoom um, and, 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 and other ones, but so it, was, it wasn't the easy part, but you could have started to bring certain elements of that in your business so that eventually when it became more streamlined or mainstream, if you want to call it that, or the only option for folks, you have that skill and capability now, and now you've already been doing it for a certain amount of time, even though you didn't do it full-time, now you could just like that, switch it and turn it on. And you have that uh, capability within your, your business and your organization to adapt pretty quickly, right? A hundred percent. I mean, people, you know, you just mentioned Zoom. I mean, people take for granted, we've been virtual for six and a half years now, right? We were using Zoom as soon as the pandemic hit and my, my kids were going to Zoom classes. I was like, oh man, I'm losing my resource because there's no way Zoom's going to be able to keep up with all this. And, and God bless them, man. They were able to do it and excel. And now we just take for, for, take, take for granted, we're able to do a Zoom meeting, but that was a technology I, you know, what that really wasn't mainstream for more than three years. And um, it's what's the next Zoom? What's the next way that you're going to be able to communicate with your clients, with your customers and anticipating that and bring, like you said, bring that in maybe in a small piece and knowing that that new technology is going to come about and going to change things you can. And that's what you, you alluded to this. The pandemic has really changed how we we operate. And we're not going back. And, uh, you know, you need to take take that into account. You know, take that's the straight dope, unfortunately. And uh, I think, uh, you know, some of my clients are still under the impression that we're going to go back to something. But we're going to move forward. And uh, the new technologies is only going to are only going to come down faster. Um, and uh, I, I alluded to this earlier, but, man, the worldwide perspective, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on these folks in all these different countries, whether it's 
uh, Africa, um, you know, even India, China, where where there's already a presence, but the the number of people who are getting smartphones are just it's insane. Uh, how is that going to did you going to going to change U.S. businesses here uh, that are going to be able to offer a product globally in a in 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 very short 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 order? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, I mean, it's coming. Um, I remember, and uh, this was a couple of years ago, I was in South Africa too, and we were driving around a couple of places and, um, you know, it was it, right there in front of your eyes, but you're sort of in vacation mode, visiting family and so forth. And you just see uh, smartphones everywhere. Everybody's got a smartphone and it just, all of a sudden it just hits you and you're like, wow. And then you, you know, how my mind works is I'm online then looking at smartphone usage and growth in Africa, especially in, in the continent. And uh, there's a lot of, lot of different things going on there, but it just, it's, it's blowing up. Um, and then you look at the technologies that are available on a smartphone. It's like, well, you know, you mentioned cryptocurrencies and blockchain, you have a smartphone, you could start to download a wallet. You could start to buy, certain cryptocurrencies you can participate in the global economy uh just being anywhere in africa with a smartphone and access to smell uh, or a reception so all of a sudden you know you have projects in silicon valley that's in the crypto and blockchain space and someone literally in africa and anywhere else in the world can now grab a smartphone download an app and Invest, you know, invest in it essentially by purchasing tokens that's backed by a project. It's quite uh, remarkable. Um, so, I mean, just think of how many people are unbanked in the world. Then think of Africa and the Middle East, probably the regions that with the most amount of folks that are unbanked. And there's plenty in the United States too. But essentially, um, those folks will then get access to uh, the the global world uh, world economy. Um, and especially with them going through the same things, everybody's kind of going through the same things. We have governments kind of handling the situation uh, similar. <laughs> Would have ever thought that in approximately 200 countries, right? Um, so they've they've all had to resort to online and and smartphones and, and and so forth and make do with what they had. But yeah, it's it's an incredible amount of folks that's coming all in online um, and living online. Um, interacting online and so forth. So um, no, the, the, the explosion is going to be crazy. Um, another uh, thing that I also wanted to uh, mention too, for folks listening, you know, if you're looking at where things are going, you could start to see elements of it. And you can also start to see, um, you could start to see challenges and position yourself for that. So one of the things that I'm, that I'm starting to see uh, too, a tr- kind of a trend, I don't know how, it'll catch on, but a lot of people have been zoomed out. They've, they've actually called it, I'm zoomed out and I've got too many zoom calls and <laughs> you know, my zoom masterminds is this of the audio apps, you know, the, uh, the clubhouses, I see Spotify's got something now, Twitter's got something, all of these different apps is now something with regards to the audio space. So it's interesting to see already that there's alternatives saying, okay, everybody's so zoomed out, let's do this now as a, a different element, right? Wow, unbelievable, I agree with you. Let me, I just wanna go back to one thing for you know, entrepreneurs, like don't think about how to sell these uh, international folks your product. 
Think about how to sell the entrepreneur in those countries, right? Typically, entrepreneurs are like 5% of the population. What have you learned as an entrepreneur? What have you learned in your, that you can sell to the entrepreneurs in their villages or their towns that are going to go and create commerce and increase commerce? So, like, you don't necessarily need to sell to every person, but you need to, you know, there's a huge opportunity for the entrepreneur, you know, coming online. Uh, that, and then, two, you know, getting back to your question on the audio, uh, you know, that's uh I just think the early adapters of Clubhouse, uh, you know, did really well. So it's, it's again, you know, the new technologies that are coming down the pipe and the early adopters seem to, to do really well in those, in those mediums. So, always, and then, you know, don't, don't try to spread yourself too thin, but man, pick your, pick your spots and do really well. Uh, because I, you know, there's a couple of clients that have done really well that became the thought leaders on Clubhouse and uh, have done really well with their brand. Um, so people, you know, people are always looking, like you said, I'm, I'm zoomed out. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm sure you are as well. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't operate without zoom. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now one habit I've observed from uh, very successful and wealthy folks is that are always studying new things. They're always learning and so forth. What are you learning and studying to stay uh, on top of things and ahead of everything going on. Uh, my, from my perspective, I, you know, do do what we're doing right now. I, I get probably the majority of my information from podcasts. You know, I, I travel a decent amount, and I'm always, uh, you know, picking picking my spots on on podcasts and, uh, you know, one, and then two within my industry. Uh, you know, uh, I think the accounting industry. Uh, understanding the Justice Department, who who controls the IRS, you know, I'm always on top of what they're doing. They just came out with some some thoughts about you know right now crypto is is treated as property uh, in the IRS's eyes. Really interesting from a from a tax perspective, right? Uh, that's a lot different uh, than than other currencies. So you know, if you're a U.S. business, you do business in Canada and the CAD. You know, there's going to be there's you know those are uh, currency uh, fluctuations. When you do uh, crypto, all of a sudden it's property, uh, big big tax difference, uh, and how those gains and losses are being treated for businesses that you know that collect uh, crypto on a daily basis. So, um, you know, keeping track again, you know, the sort of the, the the inflection points between what's coming down the pipe and how the government is responding is kind of where that's my that's kind of my area of expertise and trying to predict this. And obviously we're gonna have a whole other uh tax, I believe a whole nother tax uh that's not necessarily system, but uh there's gonna be significant changes coming down the pipe with the new Biden administration. And uh just anticipating, you know, where your business is going and how are we going to take advantage of those changes? Uh, you know, you have to be what I call in the tip, you know, the front of your skis uh, when there's tax changes coming down. You know, we've obviously absorbed 18 changes and now there's going to be, I think there's going to be some 180 degrees on some of those things and uh, definitely need to be cognizant of that. Yep. Very, very uh, important uh, point there because, you know, especially, and if, if we've got a lot of entrepreneurs listening, you know, and this is a mentality sometimes of business owners too, is I'll just make more revenue. I'll just 
create more sales, but it's like, no, 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 wait a second. Let's build a strategy here uh, that allows you to keep more of your own money legally uh, by setting up a proper tax strategy, uh, asset protection and estate planning strategy. And now all of a sudden, instead of having to go out and sell more, more and generate more revenue, you get to keep more of what you what you generate as a producer and a creator. Uh, you mentioned there on the taxes and the crypto is one of those things. Um, capital gains is, is another thing that's in the media too. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, there's a lot of changes coming and it's important for folks to stay ahead of this and they absolutely cannot, uh, <laughs> cannot just sit idly by and, and watch what happens. This has to be proactive planning, right? Yeah, I'll just give you an example, right? Story here right? is that um, everybody had everybody wants to have an exit strategy at a certain point, right? There's there's a few of us that don't work until until we you know keel over, but there's a you know you you build a you build a business, you should always have a exit strategy. You never know when somebody's going to come and offer you a number you can't refuse. Uh, so currently, right, our two capital gains, fifteen uh, percent, and if you make over approximately four hundred thousand, it's twenty percent. Uh, you know, if we have uh, capital gains at ordinary rates, you know, on your exit, you're probably going to be in that top rate. So you're going to be paying, you know, upwards of close to 50. If you live in California, New York, you're going to be north of 50% taxes. Uh, that's a pretty big swing, right, of, you know, the millions of dollars that you're going to collect on the exit. Uh, you know, that that that's not chump change. And that needs to be appreciated, understood, and planned for. Uh, even if the exit strategy is not for five years, but we don't know, you know, I, I, the my client had just received a pretty significant offer for one of their businesses. And like, you never know when that person or when that opportunity is going to come around and you need to plan for it. But this is, this is a perfect example of the, you know, everybody is, is, you know, looking down the pipe at these capital gains and what's going to happen. And I know a lot of your listeners are in real estate and that's, you know, square number one on real estate and uh, how how to reinvest real estate that what we call the the 1031s are changing have changed changing slightly could potentially change in the future you know how do you reinvest those um you know we're looking at you know the opportunity zones uh are big but a lot of my folks you know they're not really accustomed to getting in that kind of inve investment environment so i think people need to proceed cautiously there um and there's always people out there trying to sell packages and services and things like that. So you need you need a really good strategy going in and your eyes wide open. So, yeah. Now, and and uh, one of the things that we saw too, if you think it doesn't apply to you yet, um, and you're like, well, it's coming down the line. You know, I, I can do whatever I'm doing right now. There's even some proposals uh, for retroactively going back on capital gains. So this is like. <laughs> A pretty important thing that you need to conversation you need to have uh, from a from a tax perspective and plan as if things might already uh, uh, go in that direction, right? Or or already in in place. MC man, that, that's a unbelievable point because your mind explodes. You're like, what? They they can go back retroactively? Yes, they can. And uh, yeah, you, know, you need to even if it's not. Uh, in law today, you need to be cognizant of what's coming down. I mean, uh, that blow as a as a person who uh, that 
I like to I think I have a sense of justice. It just seems that there's a, a sense of injustice there <laughs> that uh, you could be taxed, you know, negatively on the on the decisions you've already made. So, and and you know, um, as my listeners and viewers already know, I don't think it's the craziest thing we're going to see yet. Um, what I have seen in my lifetime and growing up in South Africa is desperate people do desperate things. Desperate governments do very, very desperate things. And, you know, if you look at from an economic perspective, a financial perspective and so forth, people are in governments around the world are in big trouble, Um, spending like drunken sailors, um, increasing the the currency supply uh, of governments everywhere. And they're going to come for their pound of flesh somewhere. Um, And uh, taxes is obviously right on the table. So, very important to have a tax strategy in place to protect what you keep legally. Um, there's st- there's always going to be a way to to, uh, to do that. Um, so you're going to have to have a team surrounding you doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just the uh, the one thing you mentioned about the the tax strategies is what's interesting. It's 20 years ago when I left school. My professor said taxes have nowhere to go but up. And actually, the last 20 years, tax rates have actually gone down. And, uh, you know, at, at some time, you know, I feel like we're just pulling back the elastic band. It's, at some point, you know, taxes need to go up. And, uh, you know, you, again, uh, you need to plan for that. So I, I couldn't tell you when because, uh, you know, the it seems that the government's printing and, and incurring more and more debt. So at, at certain points, like you said, you know, there will probably will be a period of time where, uh, the government could do some some things that we can't even think of right now. Yep, absolutely. Uh, now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. Uh, so if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, number one is that, uh, you know, when you're out in public, understand that we're just a bunch of people spinning on a big globe a million miles an hour, you know, so treat each other with kindness. I mean, man, um, you know, I grew up in the, the New Jersey, New York area where uh, there's a little, you know, a little doggy dog world. And uh, over, you know, I just feel that, hey, we're in this together and let's share the experience as pleasantly as possible. Uh, two is um, I try to impart on my clients, you know, trust your instincts. Uh, don't, don't let the, the latest uh, headline trade, you know, uh, trade your, your instincts. Uh, trust them. Yeah, they're not going to be right 100% of the time, but damn, uh, it's what, what's been given to us to be, uh, to be successful. So trust them. And then lastly is, you know, never give up. Uh, I say that I got two small boys say this to them all the time, just never give up. And uh, so those, those will probably be my, you know, my principles I would want to impart on my son and future generations. So. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Ron, where can uh, my listeners and uh, viewers, where can they learn more about you? Where can they follow you and where can they get in touch? Uh, Cause I know that you guys do offer uh, some consulting as well. Where could they reach out to you? Absolutely. Yeah. So the best place would just be www.cpaonfire.com. And, you know, we're on all the major socials, but, uh, you know, jump on our website, 
you know, we offer uh, a free uh, financial consultant so you can optimize, you know, we sit down, uh, look at your business, um, you know, whether you're a good fit for CPA and FI or not. I always try to leave uh, folks, you know, uh, allowing them an opportunity to see their business from a different perspective, uh, where they can be optimized, give them some direction. Again, you know, we've seen what's worked, what hasn't. Uh, so I always like to, I, I love the entrepreneurial spirit. I believe uh, it is the solution for the future. And uh, I, I just love, you know, imparting what we've seen to allow other people to be as successful as possible. So. Fantastic stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my audience. Now, hey, my pleasure. And you just keep keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a wonderful job. Learn, learning a ton from your podcast. So much appreciated, MC. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you to you, our listeners and viewers out there for spending the most valuable resource, your time once again with me on the show. All of our uh, resources, programs, podcast episodes. Uh, there's over 750 episodes now on, on CashflowNinja.com between uh, Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Investing Secrets. They're all available at CashflowNinja.com. You can check out um, all of those episodes and resources and programs there. Until next time, live infinitely. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives. Situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.